These are exciting times for believers in Jesus Christ, especially if you are interested at all in Bible prophecy. Oddly, many believers are ignoring prophecy. They even ridicule those who think it's relevant to current events. It's kind of a pendulum swing in the wrong direction. We reserve a few minutes Sunday morning to suggest news or trends that seem to be predicted by the many yet to be fulfilled prophecies in the Bible. We're careful to use recognized, reliable sources for news. We don't want to be accused of sensationalism. And sadly, that's something all too common among those who talk about the end times. And we're not saying the things we report are the fulfillment of prophecy, only that they are the things you'd expect in light of the Bible's unfulfilled prophecies. Now, the final book of the Bible, the Revelation, predicts what the world will look like in the end times, especially during the seven-year Great Tribulation. The world will be under the rule of one government, one economic system, and one leader. A global one-world order is being openly pursued by many of the world's most powerful men. The movement has a name, the Great Reset. It's described as, and I quote, a proposal by the United Nations and the World Economic Forum to rebuild the global economy sustainably following the COVID-19 pandemic. These resetters, as we'll call them, openly admit that they are taking advantage of the global pandemic to implement their ominous agenda. They see it as their opportunity to correct a world that is broken. There are certain catchphrases being used by those in support of the Great Reset. You can look for these in the media or listen for them. One of them is build back better. Now you might recognize that as the Joe Biden campaign slogan. He's even got a website now, buildbackbetter.com. The truth is the slogan was already in use by the resetters and Biden's use of it is a deliberate alignment with that entire movement. Frank Hill of the North State Journal wrote this, Joe Biden's Build Back Better slogan, of which no one knew the meaning or purpose, is a direct lift from the Great Reset Manifesto, let's call it that, concocted by these dreamy-eyed elites of the world who attend retreats in Davos, Switzerland under the auspices of the World Economic Forum. I read a good article about this on Reuters titled, The Great Reset is Trending. I'll give you some excerpts. Put simply, the Great Reset is the blueprint for a complete transformation of the world's economy. There will be no money, no private property, no democracy. Instead, every key decision, what you do for a living, how much stuff you consume, whether you can take a vacation, will be decided for you by unaccountable experts. The people pushing for this Great Reset are perfectly open about their plan. Indeed, they can scarcely stop talking about it. One of these people is Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Trudeau says, building back better means giving support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 agenda for sustainable development. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine our economic systems that actually address global challenges like poverty, inequality, and climate change. The article goes on and says it's innocuous enough, but in fact, there is a deeper meaning to phrases Trudeau uses, building back better, 2030 agenda, sustainable development and reset, are all buzzwords for the complete transformation of the global economy in order to create a new world order. 
Radical changes are coming that some pundits have referred to as a before coronavirus, BC, and after coronavirus, AC, era. We will continue to be surprised by both the rapidity and unexpected nature of these changes. Many of us are pondering when things will return to normal. The short response is never. Nothing will ever return to the so-called broken sense of normalcy that prevailed prior to the crisis because the coronavirus pandemic marks a fundamental inflection point in our global trajectory. Now, for years, Christians, and especially those of us who follow prophecy, have been accused of being conspiracy theorists. We're seeing a one-world government all the time. We're predicting different things. And, uh, you know, people ridicule us, and sometimes uh, some people went too far with that. You understand, this is not Christians. These are the world's leaders who are openly calling for a reset that will lead us into a one-world economy, a one-world government uh, kind of a thing. And they're not, as this article says, they're not shy about it. They're very upfront about it. I'm simply pointing out that this was predicted over 2,000 years ago by John in the Revelation. I don't know if the Great Reset is going to catch on. I don't know. Maybe we will go back to some kind of normal. We're not predicting anything. We're just showing what is happening in current events. Uh, simultaneously, we're seeing the implementation and widespread acceptance of invasive biometric technologies that could be the precursors of the socioeconomic system that will eventually be usurped by the Antichrist. I guess what I'm saying is that we live in an era when there is almost a perfect storm of everything coming together to create the world that will eventually be the world of the Great Tribulation. The Apostle Paul noted that the God of this age has blinded the eyes of non-believers. Uh, that means that uh, they are pawns moving in this direction without any idea what they're doing. If there is a real conspiracy, it's a satanic conspiracy behind the scenes, uh, uh, and he's using the world's leaders to do it. Uh, a blind person needs light. They need the light of the gospel. That needs to be priority one with us. The church's mission never changes. Go and as you are going, make disciples. And so rather than live in fear or wonder what we're supposed to do, you're always supposed to do what you were always supposed to do. And that is live as a Christian in the midst of your environment and let the light of the gospel shine. Let people see Jesus because this is a spiritual issue. We can fight it in court, and we should. We can fight it politically, and we should. There's nothing wrong with those avenues that are open to us. But ultimately, a person needs to be transformed from within to see the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we, of course, believe the resurrection and rapture of the church is imminent. The word imminent means any moment, not soon or quickly, any moment. It could happen at any moment, and nothing needs to happen before it happens. We believe it will definitely happen before the tribulation. Jesus returns in the clouds. He raises the dead in Christ. He transforms living believers into their glorified bodies, catches us all the way to heaven where we are safe from the wrath that is going to be poured out on the earth during the tribulation, also known as the time of Jacob's trouble to remind us that it is a time especially for God to deal with the people of Israel and to bring them to the saving knowledge of Jesus as their Messiah. And so the question I ask each week, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.